Hi there! Welcome to our daily manna. Just as our body is in need of material food, so as our soul is in need of the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, we are grateful to you for this opportunity of knowing you through your word. And we pray that you will give us an open heart, an open mind, so that we will not only understand, but we will be able to bring into application whatever learning principles that we would be able to get from the meditation today. So entrust to your time together in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Words are very powerful. You know, there was a very important situation that I have had in the past wherein my father did not spunk me for that, but instead he sat down with me and conversed with me. And then in, in the course of our conversation, he said this line in Tagalog because he came from Cuenca, Batangas. So he spoke to us in Tagalog back then. He said this line, Ang isang pagkakamali or ang isang kamalian ay hindi dapat suklian ng isa pang pagkakamali. You know, that statement is very powerful that I could still vividly remember not only the exact words but even how his facial expression was when he spoke those words to me. Well, words are truly very powerful because that statement became not only a guiding principle but it became a it's like a a guidance to me that whenever i would face a certain situation that is related directly or indirectly to that statement it would ring in my heart and mind and i'll be able to respond properly to the situation because of that statement you know, if the words of my father are powerful, that they affected me so much, I think the words of our Heavenly Father are even far more powerful than any human words. That is why in the early history of the church, the Word of God, the proclamation of the Word of God was vital in both the conversion of the soul and even of the sustenance of the early believers. This is what Luke recorded in the book of Acts chapter 2, beginning with verse 37 up to 42. Now let me read it to you from Nasbi 1995 edition. Acts 37 to 42, it says here, Now when they heard this, they were pierced to their heart and said to Peter, and the rest of the apostles, Brethren, what shall we do? Peter said to them, Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call to himself. And with many other words, he solemnly testified and kept on exhorting them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. So then, those who had received his word were baptized, and that day there were added about 3,000 souls. 
they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. May the good Lord bless the reading of His Word. Now, the proclamation of God's Word was truly vital for the conversion of souls. When Peter, after seeing that the crowd's attention was gripped by the extraordinary manifestation of the Holy Spirit when the believers spoke in another tongues while they were filled by the Holy Spirit, those people who were, listen who were listening were so fascinated about what happened and when their attention were fo was focused on them, Peter grabbed that moment. He seized the moment and he proclaimed the gospel. The message that Peter proclaimed was about Jesus Christ and he connected that to what was spoken in the Old Testament. So if you look at this, while Jesus was the central message, it was directly connected to the Old Testament. And what he was doing here is that he was planting in the hearts of the people the very seed of the gospel. It was the proclamation of the gospel. And I tell you, if you look at what is stated in the text, there were 3,000 men, 3,000 souls that were added into the body of Christ. So it is very clear that in the early part of the history of the church, there was the proclamation of the word alongside the powerful work of the Holy Spirit that brought people, the unbelievers, that brought souls into the fold of Christ. But not only that, if you look at what happened next when they were already assimilated into the family of God, look at what verse 42 said. They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teachings and fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer. What were they doing? They continually devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. What does it mean by that? Meaning they continued to study the Word of God. They continued to learn. They continued. The apostles continued proclaiming the Word of God. Thus, the second idea comes from this part of the text. That the proclamation of the Word is also vital for the perseverance of the saints. Now, I'll repeat the first one. The proclamation of the Word is vital for the salvation of souls. And the second part of it, the proclamation of the word is vital for the perseverance of the saints. What do we mean by this? If we look at this text, the passage that we have read, it tells us that they continually devoted themselves, meaning they were focused on learning the word of God and not only learning by hearing, but learning by applying it in their day-to-day -day living. Because I think it is not on the hearing that people will become mature in their faith in Christ. It is in the process of applying what was heard. So the gospel of Jesus Christ, at the very beginning part of it, was planted into their hearts. It was, it was proclaimed. And when it was proclaimed, it paved the way for the salvation of the souls. And now that they were saved, it was vital also for the perseverance of these souls who were assimilated into the body of Christ. No wonder until today, the proclamation of the word is still necessary for both purposes, for the salvation of souls 
and for the perseverance of the saints or the saved. So until today, it is really a necessity for all believers, not only to be hearers, but to be proclaimers of the word as well, so that souls will be saved and proclaimers of the word so that the saints will be edified and will persevere until the very coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you who are listening to this, I am praying if this is your first time to hear such a message like this, maybe God is calling you. Maybe this is the very moment that the gospel is proclaimed to you so that your soul will be saved. And if this is your, maybe not first time, but if you have been a believer of the Lord Jesus Christ, these words that you are hearing are still very important. The word, the gospel of God. Why? Because you will be strengthened, you will become mature, and you will persevere in the grace of Jesus as you continue to learn His word and apply it in your life. And I am praying that as we move in this journey that we have, we will continue to feast in the very Word of God and allow ourselves to grow further in His grace. God bless you all.